Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Third play of the game. Mike Evans runs by the defense. Tom Brady throws a perfect pass. It hits Evans in the hands. He bobbles it. Almost catches the carom. It hits the ground. He picks it up on a bounce and fires it into the wall in the end zone. And from that moment on, you just kind of knew that this was not was not going to be the Bucks' day. I've never seen a singular play, and there were 60-what-something plays after that. And there's no excuse to lose a game because of one play. But as Mike Evans said... It, it just kind of it, it deflated them for whatever reason. I mean, this team has been searching for a first-quarter touchdown, and they're so, as Todd Bowles said after the game, mentally weak that it, it kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. I've never seen a single play do that, let alone one on the third play of the game, but that's what happened. In the Buccaneers, if you thought last week's loss to Pittsburgh, here's where we're at, Steve. We're now judging which loss is the worst. Is it going to Pittsburgh against a depleted secondary that's injury-riddled and a rookie quarterback and losing there? Or, and I think I know the answer, is it going to Carolina where it's a swap shop of a, of a football team that has dealt their best player in Christian McCaffrey, their best right receiver, and they were starting a third-string quarterback, and they didn't just win. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Carolina didn't just win. Carolina dominated this game in so many ways, and they won 21-3. to Three, three as in no touchdowns for the Bucs and Tom Brady. I have covered this team a long time. I have seen a lot of, of what they say bad losses, right? There are no good ones, bad losses. I don't think I've ever been in this place before simply because of the expectations and the quarterback who ended his retirement after 40 days to come back and play for this team as it's currently constructed. And it's not necessarily they have no players. But the the plays and the way they're trying to do things is just not, it's just not happening, man. It's just not happening. And... I think there needs to be some changes, and I think they need to be made quickly. And if they're not, I'm not sure it's going to get any better. Well, there's only so many changes you can make. True. I mean, you can't really change over the roster. Nope. Could you make a trade or two? Sure. That's potential. That's big. You could change some people in the lineup, like Luke Gedeke we'll get into. He started Mm -hmm. the game, didn't finish it, and they put in – Nick Leverett, intentionally, they rotated those yeah. guys. Gedeke now has a foot injury. He may not start anyway on Thursday. I mean, that's one. I mean, could you play Rashad White over Leonard Fournette more? Yes. Yes. I think that Absolutely. needs to happen. I do too. 
uh, lever it for Gedeke. Fine. I don't know if there's a huge difference either way. Right. Um, there's not much else you can do depending uh, a trade. Or you can change coaching. Well, that's got to be talked about. And look, John Romano wrote a column in the Tampa Bay Times and on TampaBay.com. Let me say a couple things. One, I'm a huge Byron Leftwich guy. Like, I, I think he has the perfect temperament to be a coach. I think you have to remember that the last three years, they've averaged 30 points a game, even when Jameis was throwing all those interceptions. But I also am, am, am realistic, realistic enough to know that it's impossible to try to show where Leftwich begins and Brady left off. In other words, the first two years, no matter what you say, it's Bruce Arians' offense, and, and Byron hates that, and so does Bruce. Bruce says, look, I didn't do anything. It was all Tom and Byron, and that's true. But Bruce could still say no to certain things or – how about this to other things? It wasn't like he never went to a meeting. It wasn't like he didn't get the play, you know, the play calls and everything on his headset. And and Todd Bowles does too. But Todd is a defensive coach who actually runs the defense. But no matter what, you know, even when they were going well, the credit went to Brady. And when they go poorly, the blame goes to Bowles, which is a terrible place to be as a coach. It really is. It's unfair. Um, but that's what you got because no one's going to believe that you're the reason Tom Brady is playing so well. Tom Brady's always going to get more of the credit than he deserves. He's not going to get as much blame, though, because he's Tom Brady, because he hasn't had these kinds of seasons. And from an arm standpoint, even though his shoulder's bothering him, it doesn't look like he's struggling out there throwing the football. So Byron Leftwich is under fire, and I asked the question, after the game of Todd Bowles. Are you considering, will you consider, because he talked about making changes, will you consider changing the play caller and Byron Leftwich? He said no. But we're trying to change what we do on offense. It just can't be done overnight. That's what training camp is for. That's what the offseason's for. You shouldn't be seven weeks into the year. Now you could say, well, they plan on having Ryan Jensen. Okay, I'll give you that. Ryan Jensen got hurt on the second day of training camp. You had three preseason games and two or three other weeks of of training camp to figure that out. You did. And you went with a rookie who has struggled to the point where you decided you're going to play Nick Leverett as part of rotation in the game, which I think hurts both players. I don't think it helps either guy. If you're gonna if you're gonna bench Gedeke, bench him. Bench him. I talked to Nick Leverett after the game. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I knew I was either gonna get some reps at center or both guard spots. He wound up playing both guard spots. But he goes, you know, is it hard? Yeah, it's hard to come in a game cold. You'd much rather be in it from the start. Well, we'll see, because Gedeke has his foot in a boot after the game. We'll see what happens. But this thing is quickly getting away. They got a game in four days. They play, they play the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. They have gotten beat in the last two weeks by a rookie quarterback in Pittsburgh and by a third-string quarterback in Carolina. And 
now you're going to play an MVP candidate. This is this is the damnedest season I think I've ever. Been. I mean, I've been part of a lot of losing seasons. I've written a ton of them. They had twelve seasons where they didn't make the playoffs. I can't tell you how this ends. I don't know that they can pull out of this dive. I really don't. I just don't. Tell me which team, Steve, you think they can beat in the next three weeks. The funny thing is, is you say they can't beat any one of the three, but if you look at the roster, you go, they could beat all three. I mean, if you With look the at, talent they have? Sure, that's what I mean. So you think it's the X's and the O's and not the Jimmy's and the Joe's? Because football's a player league. Something, but coaches and quarterbacks win. There's a disconnect here somewhere. Yes, there is. Uh, you know, it is and, and let's let's go down the, the okay, let's go down the Byron Leftwich thing. First of all, how much of the offense is Byron? How much of it's Tom? We don't know. A lot of it's Tom. I, I believe so too. So I, I don't know if changing Byron Leftwich changes a ton. I don't know. I know that all off season we talked about, they talked about Running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. Mm-hmm. Where are they in rushing attempts in the league? They're near the bottom. And this is the thing, and it, it's a great point because I've talked to people on the staff. There is a discussion about where they're at. Listen, they have not played a complete game on both sides yet, right? That That's obvious. I mean, you've lost you know four out of five. But even in the first two wins, those weren't complete games. There was... Mm-hmm. more they could have done, red zone, short yardage, whatever. But if there was one game that you would point to and say, okay, I could see them playing like that. I could see them getting better at it, but I could see them playing like that. The Dallas Cowboys game. And we know Dallas is a pretty good team, right? I mean, they've won a bunch of games with a backup quarterback. They're, they got a pretty good defense. They're a good team. And that's the one game that they ran the ball successfully and while they didn't finish drives and they kicked a bunch of field goals and only had one touchdown, it was a 16-point victory. It was 19-3. to But it's the one game they had a lead. It's the one game they had a lead. And they should but have you know, in Carolina on Sunday. Right. They, well, here's the thing. If they Mike were, Evans uh, doesn't drop that ball, they have a lead. Maybe that game lead. completely is different. It could have been. But here's the thing, Steve. Maybe. Until late in the third quarter, it's 7 to nothing. Oh, yeah, Sure. I mean, it's seven. We're not not seventeen. It's seven to nothing, mm-hmm. and they've got third and one. Here we go at the twenty-five. You know the the Carolina twenty-five, and what do they do? Luke Gedekey's in the game, not Nick Leverett. That series. I don't know why. This is the same guard, the same offensive line that hasn't picked up short yardage. Remember last week. The week before in Pittsburgh when they had second and goal at the one and they lost three yards and then on third and third and goal it was a sack. Well, same guard, same player, run the ball inside, Leonard Fournette, head down, gets blown up, gain of zero. Fourth and one, oh, now we're going to run a toss. They give up penetration, corner in the linebacker, take him down, no game, turnover on downs. It's seven to nothing, man. You got no points. It's seven to nothing. Then they went down, of course, and they scored. And 
Listen, the defense has been part of this too. Like, even though they didn't give up a lot of points, I mean, 20 points, you should probably win most of those games. Well, you've given up seven through basically three quarters. Right. I mean, you've done, you've pretty much done your job. You didn't get, now, again, here's what they're not doing they get, they're getting no turnovers. I mean, like, for the last three or four weeks, none, zero. Okay. They're not really sacking the quarterback. I mean, you know, Vita Bay had one, but like, where's Shaq Barrett? Where's Joe Tron Shawinka? Where's. Where's any of the of the good defensive backs making interceptions or getting their hand on the ball? You just don't see it. I don't know what's going on, but it's not happening. Now, Carlton Davis was out. I got that. Some Irving Bunting's been hurt. Unfortunately for them, their best player in the secondary and maybe one of their best on defense, Antoine Winfield Jr., in concussion protocol. You won't see him Thursday. There's not enough time for him to be cleared. So all of a sudden, they were down to six defensive backs. So it's getting it's getting you know dicey back there, but they can't. They didn't. I mean, they didn't stop the run. You're telling me you traded Christian McCaffrey and they went for almost 180 on you? I mean, oh my God! I, I realize one of those is a 60 yard run, but let's talk about the 60 yard run. How many guys were out of position for that? Oh, and you knew they were running at that point of the game. Of course, absolutely. I mean, they're trying to milk, they're trying to run the clock down. You know exactly no doubt. what they're going to do. And how many guys? No doubt. How many guys don't hold the edge? Go too far inside. Oh my gosh! It, it happens every week. It, it really does. Um, I, listen, this is this has been a team fail. There's no doubt about it. It's not just one. But if you but if you were going to pick one, it would be the offense. A Tom Brady team. And by the way, Tom Brady now. Has only been in this position, what did you say, one other time in 2002? He, yeah, they opened with three straight wins and then four straight losses were three and four. So in his entire illustrious Hall of Fame, greatest of all time career, only once, 20 years ago, has Tom Brady ever seen a record like this, much less a, much less a team like this. And I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Todd Bowles an A for candor. Listen, he was he was candid about what he said after the game. Let's get into that and uh, and so much more. But first, I wanted to tell you guys about our friends at May Electric Solar. You know, we've been out there and we've met Billy May and that that family owned businessman. They get the job done. They've been in business for twelve years. You know, you got all these other companies, but May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. This is why you know they're going to guarantee their workmanship with a thirty year. Labor and services warranty. Something goes wrong with your solar, they're out there, they're fixing it. Plus, with every installation, $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That's the main difference. If you visit their Hudson showroom, they display all their products. They conduct testing so you can see what they're going to install. Plus, they don't use some contractors. These are all Billy's guys up there on the roof doing all that work, and and that's important. So start saving today. Call the solar energy experts, May Electric Solar, at 727 727- 819-2862. You can schedule a free estimate. Lower your electric bill all year long. Preserve the quality of your life and the quality of your appliances. That's May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. So after the game, and this is the second straight game that he's kind of had this demeanor. Um, and I had talked to him on Friday. You know, he had told me in the off season that there's about two times a year that, you know, Todd says, look, I, I look calm and I look 
placid on the sideline, but there's there's a there's a beast inside that I have to keep tamped down, and I only let it out twice a year. The other day I was talking to him on Friday. I go, uh, "Is it possible you only have one of those left?" He goes, "Yep." <laughs> he let it out. He goes, "But it wasn't all the way." I goes, "But it counts. It wasn't just yelling. Yelling and screaming is not what he's talking about. You know, it's a lot more than yelling and screaming." Um, but he let them have it. Nice to know that you used that up and they responded the way they did. It's really disheartening. But after the game, and I, and I credit him for, for candor, um, you know, he, he put it on everybody, and himself included. But he said, like, you know, we're not playing well. We're not playing well as individuals. We're not playing as a team. We're not coaching well all the way around. We're not scoring enough on offense. We're not stopping them on defense. And so he goes, we got to wear this on our sleeves. And they've got to be grown men. And we got to see what we're made of. How many people can handle adversity? It's about as dark as it's going to be right now. And those guys who are going to step up this week in practice, we'll see who the leaders are. And they got to lead. Uh, our coaches are going to coach. And we're going to dig or keep our heads down. Uh, it's a prideful football game. That's all you come into the, the world with when you start playing this game. You either can or you can't. And he said that uh, they'll have to see if the older guys can still play and if the younger guys are good enough to play. Them there are some some threatening words, man. If that didn't get your attention, if you're in that locker room and you read those comments... I'm sure he said the same or worse to them after the game. They, they, they have to make changes. You, you have to do something different. The question is, and right now at least he says no, could you do something with the coaching staff or with the offense to make it better? And I don't think, I don't think Todd's going to, but if it doesn't get better, they're going to come after Todd. I mean, the fans, have you read the chat lines? Have you seen like a Twitter or what our t- Twitter feed says? It's not good, man. I, and those aren't, you know, I don't like judge everything based on that, but my goodness. Well, at some point, somebody's got to answer somewhere. I mean, sure. You're all in this year. Absolutely. This, this isn't a building year. This is, this is, Tom Brady's probably gone after this year. Most likely. I agree. So you're all in. If not before. <laughs> the, the bigger question is, the bigger question is, if you get rid of Byron Leftwich or Todd Bowles, who are you putting in those positions and what's going to change? I don't, I don't know the answer. I mean, the easy one is, okay, Bruce Arians comes and coaches this team. But is that really going to help this team? Is that going to change anything? I don't know. If If... You replace Byron Left. Who is it? Clyde Christensen takes over? Possibly. Is that going to be a lot different? It I don't know. It could be. Because the question is, is is Todd is is Byron Leftwich the offensive coordinator or is Tom Brady? Because if Tom Brady's the offensive coordinator, changing Byron doesn't do anything. At some point, well, it's not, if Tom Brady is the offense coordinator, if he controls as much of this, well, as he, as does, we think he, he does. Listen, he, not, let's be honest. I mean, he does a good bit of the game planning, but he's not sure. a coach. Well, but, but he's not there. To, he's not there at three thirty in the morning when when somebody's doing scripts and and you know sure. looking at the other team and getting the first look at the other team and saying, okay, 
you know, third and five, what's our best play? What are they going to show us on third and one? What are they going to show us in these situations? And nor nor do you expect your quarterback to do that. But he knows a lot more football than 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 Todd, not Todd Balls, but a lot more football than than Byron Leftwich. A lot more offensive football. He knows what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Now it's still up to Byron. You know, if I tell you I like steak, I like it cooked this way, I like it with with you know this vegetable and everything. Like, just because I tell you what the menu is, doesn't mean it's going to taste the way I like it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. in other words, th- there's a nuance to calling plays. You know, and obviously I've said this like. And I said it to Todd. I go, well, the guy with the football can change any play he wants to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so he can be his own offensive coordinator. He's one of the few players probably in the league at that quarterback position. You go, I trust him with anything he does. Because mm-hmm. he's he's played longer. He's got the ball. He sees the defense. He can anticipate what they're going to do. He's the most prepared guy in the league. So he can change whatever he wants to. But there's still there's still a reason for an offensive coordinator. Otherwise, you know, let him be like Roger Staubach and go up there and call your own plays. I mean, you know, they used to do that in the 70s. Um, and and I, don't, I don't think that's what Tom wants to do. I think Tom wants somebody to help him. I think he wants hands-on. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to force something down his throat. I absolutely believe that he came in this year saying, I'm not throwing the ball 719 times. You better find another way to do it. And... The funny thing is, it's not funny, it's actually, it's tragic. But the thing is, like I've said, the one game that you would say, even though it wasn't a complete game, that you would say, okay, I could see them doing this. The one game was the Dow- against the Dallas Cowboys, the opener. And Dallas wasn't playing as well as they are now in defense, I get that. And Dak Prescott had a horrible game. And the Bucks defense actually played really well. But they played with the lead. They had a lead. They got a lead. They kicked field goals all day. They had the one touchdown from Mike late. But basically, it was still a 16-point victory. And you know what they did? They ran the football. And not just successfully, which always helps, right? Because you don't want to beat your head against the wall. But they ran it a lot. And if you're going to have a rookie guard who's vulnerable in pass protection and you know you quit on the running game with Leonard Fournette because he's not doing anything, but whereas Rashad White's averaging four a carry and he's like 2.6. Um, at the end of the day, you just 16 rushing attempts, one of those is Brady. Like, that's just not going to cut it. That's not what you did in Dallas. And you were never out of this game. You just know you were never out of it. You know? Now, when Brady's throwing all these times, it ain't like he's dropping back, uh, you know, other than the Mike Evans throw that he dropped. He's not throwing it down the field every time. That ball's coming out of his hand fast. You know, it's bubble screen, it's middle screen, it's dig route, curl route, you know, not down the field stuff, not stuff where he has to sit back there and hold the ball. He's just dumping it, dumping it, dumping it, and it's taking him, you know, every bit of three downs to go 10 yards. And when you do that, here's what happened to him. They were 2 of 12 on third down. They were 0 for 6 in the second half. Can't keep the ball, man. Can't keep the ball if you do that. Can't happen. So they are such a mess right now. And like I said, I encourage you to read Mamrano's column. I have nothing against uh, uh, Byron Leftwich at all. Personally, I like the guy. Um, 
I think he's done a heck of a job, to be honest with you. I think he's done an amazing job going into this year. But since this year started, with a clear preference by Brady not to lead the league in passing attempts, with a new offensive line and Ryan Jensen getting hurt, like things have happened, right? And that's why you got to adapt, man. You had one play going, one one plan going into training camp, and that all went out the window. Because you know why? Julio Jones was done after the Dallas game. Ryan Jensen was done after the second practice. Like guys have fallen out. Ali Marpet was done when he retired in the off season. Like you have to adapt or serve or, or die. And right now, I don't. I think the only thing they can do, and and people on that staff is you know are probably in concert with this. The only thing they can do is keep running the football and hope that you're never out of the game where you have to abandon it. And and really, they were never out of it for very long in this game. But you can't be that team that's not only you bad at something, but you're like last in attempts. You're not even trying to get better. Can I give you a funny stat? Yeah. Tom Brady threw 719 pass attempts last year. Yes, he did. Most in the NFL. Yes, it was. Said all offseason they don't want to do it again. Yep. Do you know how many pass attempts he's on pace for this season? More than 719. 719. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Actually, uh, I'll be precise, 718.85. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, um, 719. That's what he's exactly on pace for Exactly what now. he didn't he want to do. He threw 49 today. And, and the thing is, he threw 49 times in a game that – Late in the third quarter, they're down by a touchdown. Makes no sense. And and most of these throws are, like I said, they're out of his hand in two-point whatever because he doesn't trust the protection. But you're not really doing anything. This idea that, you know, we got to go 14 plays, 12 plays, I mean, it's, it's hard to do, man. It's hard to do. But if they're going to do it, get good at something. Find something you can do. Give it a chance, especially if you're in low-scoring games and you're never really out of it. I mean, hell, Atlanta can't throw the ball either at all. Like, they, Mariota can't do anything. But they run the heck out of it. It doesn't seem to matter what the score is. It didn't matter in Tampa when they almost got the ball back and beat them. Um, something's got to change. And if it doesn't change, like if the results don't change, if you don't start seeing this team going, aha, here's what they're doing different. Like, it should be obvious. Different, Right successful here's we have figured out what it is if they don't come up with the answers people are going to go after Byron Byron Leftwich and if Todd doesn't make a change and I don't know that he will they're going to come after Todd you know remember how this all started Bruce Arians benevolent gonna be 70 decides when when he hears that Brady is back after that announcement was made, says to himself, now would be a good time for me to step out and give my guy a chance to be a head coach and get it done, you know? And you can't really bring Bruce back in the fold. I mean, first of all, Bruce never wouldn't call plays while he was here. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He don't want to get rid of Byron, but if you don't get rid of Byron, man, you're the next layer on the onion. You know, there's only so many you can peel before you get to the head coach. And I'm telling you, they're chatting about it. And, and, you know, online, the fans are livid, rightfully so. These are people that had to pay two years of season tickets to see Tom Brady this season. 
That's another thing. But tell me who they're going to beat. I mean, they just they lost games to two teams that they're going to be more favored than, than anybody they play the rest of the way. I mean, those teams were completely depleted of talent. And they went out there and they, and they won those games. It's the damnedest team I've, I've covered in a long time because, what, it has Tom Brady. And if you think this is the last year of his career, is there any chance that he foresaw this, that he thought, I'm going to go back and the last memory is going to be of me flailing away, not scoring touchdowns, my team under 500, maybe missing the playoffs? Dude, that is not the plan. That was never his plan. It isn't, but they're still in first place. I know. I know. I know. It reminds me so much of the Lovey Smith's one of his last years when Carolina won the division at 7-9. and nine. And Lovey every week would come in and add their three or four wins. He'd go, well, we're still in it right up until. We're still, we're still in it. We're only three games back right up until. Yeah, there's three, three weeks to play, Lovey. And you don't think the other team's going to win anymore, but but you know, they made the Bucks. Of course, didn't make the playoffs that year, but Carolina won the division at seven and nine. I think this division might be won at nine and eight, or hell, even maybe even eight and nine. No, I mean it's three and four now. If if the if either the Falcons or the Bucks can only go five hundred the rest of the way, it's eight and nine. Right now. The Bucks would be in the playoffs because of their head-to-head with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That's they both have the same record. That's the only thing that's keeping them out. They would host the Giants right now. Woof! In the playoff game. Yeah, and they'd be going home right, right away too. I mean, I just I think the Giants' defense and and the way they run the football is really does not play in the Bucks' favor. We're still not seeing any plays on defense, though. I mean. And you're right, from a point standpoint, you should be able to win the game when you only give up that many. But on the critical plays, I'm looking at you, Shaq Barrett. I'm looking at you, Devin White. You had five tackles and absolutely you know, blew it on the 16-yard run for a touchdown, which kind of knocked them out. Mm-hmm. After, that was after they screwed up the 60-yard run the play before, which is – incomprehensible in that defense that you would give up a 60-yard gasher like that in that situation. It's bad, man. (laughs) It's really bad. (laughs) That locker room, oh, my God. It was morose. There is just – there's a lot of pain in there, man. There's a lot of of head scratching. And you know what else there is? A lot of guys with money. A lot of guys that got big, fat contracts that aren't producing. Maybe now we know what Todd Bowles was talking about last week. Absolutely we do. Absolutely we do. And now we also know what he means by if the old guys can't play or the young guys aren't good enough, we're going to make changes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
you probably didn't hear this because it was on the broadcast, but uh, the announcers early in the game said Brady told them, we need to challenge ourselves in practice so it shows up in the game. Well, that's a coaching thing, right? Like you're not practicing hard? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's coaching, if it's just the player, if that's just an extension of quit living off the Super Bowl. But that would be something that a coach would pick up, right? Like, hey, you guys aren't going hard. Well, I would say if Tom Brady's talk, telling it to the announcing crew, he'd be telling it to his coaching staff too. I know, but I thought I also thought that that's why Todd Bowles was here. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the accountability coach. I thought he was the guy that, you know, good on good and we're going to compete and, you know, all this other stuff that Tom wanted. I mean, it's virtually nothing that, that he has wanted that they haven't given him, including the head coach. And here's the problem. Like, like I said, you can't just turn it to Bruce because, A, he doesn't want to be the coordinator. And he's not going to stay up and do those many hours. But if you don't, if you get rid of Byron like that, that's a tough thing. That's a tough message to send. Like, he's the blame. It's that guy's fault. You know? He'd rather just fix it. But it's not. It hasn't been fixable. And there is no team like the last two they played remaining on the schedule. They're going to have to bring it to beat these other teams now. These other teams are much, much, much better that they're about to play. Well, they do have to play the Panthers again. Like I said, who would you favor them against right now today? I don't know. I wouldn't favor them against New Orleans, and I know New Orleans is a disaster. And these guys just proved in Carolina they can beat them. I think they could beat them in Tampa. I think the Ravens are a one-point favorite Thursday night. Shocking, I think. I mean... (laughs) Well, you get three points for being home, typically. So they're saying they're a four-point favorite on a neutral field. Right. And the Thursday Thursday night part may be part of it, too. Going on the road on Thursday night's tough. Tell me how that defense, the way they played against these last two quarterbacks, stops Lamar Jackson without without Antoine Winfield Jr. What you hope is the the Ravens' defense, who has not been good this year, can't stop Tom Brady. But that's what you hope. That's what you hope. But, I mean, they haven't shown shootout tendencies this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Hell, they've only scored like seven or eight touchdowns the whole season. But they've scored. You know? but they, I think they scored seven offensive touchdowns their first four games, right? Which is okay. They've scored three mm. in the last three. Brutal. None. None on Sunday against Zero. teams like Pittsburgh, Carolina. Depleted. Yeah. Depleted. Obliterated. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic, man. And and don't ask a guy in that locker room for answers because they're fresh out of them. They dressed and they left. I had several guys. Look, Vita Vea wouldn't talk to us. Chris Godwin said he was running too late, which, you know, by the time he got him stuffed together, I guess that's true. The guy that stood up there like he always does because he's a stand-up guy, and he absolutely was devastated by the play he didn't make, and that was Mike Evans. Mike Evans talked for as long as we needed him. We had to wait him out, but he talked. And he took all the blame, which he should. Um, he said that play cost him the game. He said, it took yeah. the, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but took the heart out of him. Yeah. Or saw the light go out, I think is what he said. Yeah, he said, I saw, I seen the light go out of us. Yeah. And he said, even him, like personally, he goes, I was kind of like out of it for a while there. I couldn't get back into it because he's so sick about that. But I, you know, ifs and buts. Merry Christmas and all that. It, it just really, 
really is disheartening if you're this football team. And we'll see. Here's the thing. You go, well, maybe they'll you know get back and practice and fix it. By all accounts, including the coaches, they had their best week of practice. You can't go by practice, Allen Iverson. Not the game. It's not the game. What are we talking about, man? We're talking about practice. I know it's important. I do. But when they get in the game, they're not playing well. They're not blocking. They're not tackling. They're not consistent. They still have penalty. Like, it's it's just not. Here's the other possibility, and I want you to consider this, Bucks fans. Your team's not any good. What do you mean they're not any good? They got this pro. They got Mike Evans. They got Chris Godwin. Yeah, they're not any good. I get that those guys, you know, one's made a Pro Bowl and has an NFL record and like that. But what facet of this football team do you go outside of Brady, of course, do you go, oh, yeah, no, they're, they're one of the best in the league at that. What is it? They, here's a possibility. What if they're just as bad as their record? What if this is who they are? Sure starting to seem like it, doesn't it? Why, because a, guy, a few guys have made the Pro Bowl and went to a Super Bowl? That's what makes them a good team? Mm-mm. Doesn't work like that, man. You got to earn it. Got to earn it. They're playing bad. So we'll see. We'll see what Bruce does. I Or Bruce. There's the Flo- 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 uh, Freudian slip. We'll see what Todd does. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that out. Why should we? We'll see what Todd does. I know Bruce isn't going to do anything. Bruce is going to win or lose, we booze, baby. Well, he's, he's probably he's boozing a, tonight. He's having his crown royal right about now as we do this late at night. But, yeah, um, maybe, and sometimes fear is a good factor, right? Maybe the fear of not only could we lose to the Ravens, but they may actually embarrass us at home in front of our fans, maybe that gets their attention because nothing else has. It really hasn't. And that's the thing about practice. Like, just don't think, don't tell me guys worked hard. Don't tell me they were in, in, in into it. Like, don't. I, it, what they do three hours on Sunday tells me all I need to know. I don't need I don't need to know what they do, you know, the rest of the week. Cuz it'll show up. If your plans are any aren't any good, if your players aren't any good, we'll know it. You can't hide them in this league, you know? This that's the thing about the NFL, like you look out there and somebody has me before the game like they don't have a chance, right? And I go, there's 53 NFL players they're going up against. Just remember that. You know? This is not USF against Oklahoma. They have the talent. They're just maybe not in the positions, you know, as iconic as, as say, a Brady or Mahomes. I mean, that's usually what separates teams anyway. But every guy on there, not only are they NFL players, this was Dante Foreman's chance, right? You know what a crisis like this calls for? It calls for the doom and gloom. It calls for what? 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 What are you saying? I'm saying, Mister Negativity himself, because what? people. I promise you, what's going to happen is when the people listen to this podcast, they go, "Stroud's so negative. I can't believe it, man. You just I can't even listen to you. It's just so negative." But I'm not the negative one. Just remember that. I'm the Prince of Positivity compared to Mister Negative. 
We need to have bum 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 bum. Tom Jones rejoin the podcast tomorrow. What? Yes. Let's what? do it. Let's do it. I'm in. Let's, Let's get go. Rick and Tom. Let's do it. Come on. We're going to do it. Tom Jones is going to give you his two cents, as his column used to say, and then some. I haven't talked to Tommy in a while. Not on, I talk to him every day, it seems, or text him, but I haven't talked to him in a while on the podcast. So let's do it. He's got, I bet he's ready to go. Well, I he, bet he's, he did tweet earlier today, and I'll quote it. Yeah. Every now and then, I have a day when I wish I was still a sports columnist <laughs> yeah, in Tampa Bay. Yeah, he does. Today is one of those days. <laughs> See? Because, you know why? Because he had a whole bunch of steak knives really sharp, and he couldn't use them. <laughs> he had no one to cut up, man. He would have cut somebody to ribbons. Oh, my gosh. He would have just, he would have filleted some. So we'll let him do it on a podcast. Yeah. We'll let him get after people if he wants to. He doesn't have a column, so he's got a podcast. Or on. not. Or not. Maybe maybe he has a take and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and can calm the masses. I don't know. You know, he's always, he's always going to bring something, though. Are we talking about the same Tom Jones? Yeah. I know. I know. Tommy, coming back tomorrow, so be there. I know it's going to make so many people happy. It's it's not even funny. By the way, we've had some mentions of late <laughs> about a former morning show that someone would like to have back. Um, Were there changes over there? Yeah, apparently. They're shuffling the deck. But they're using the same cards, so, you know, my guys are all safe except for one. So, but we'll, listen, we'll cut it up with Tommy tomorrow. Uh, we're going to check in on the Bucks. They have a short week, so that means they practice today. They practice today. They practice Tuesday, practice Wednesday, play on Thursday. Um, this is, you know, and when I say practice, it's a walkthrough. You know, they can't really practice because they don't physically can do that, and they, they're not allowed to anyway. But a lot of it's going to be mental reps, and they're going to have to figure out a way to get themselves back on track, man. I mean, that's all they can do is uh, – Prepare for the Baltimore Ravens, and it's going to be a battle. I mean, they're going to have to play their best game to beat that team. I guarantee it. So remember, if you want to save money on your electric bill, give our friends at May Electric Solar a call. Been in business 12 years. You get the 30-year labor warranty. You get $750 worth of surge protection. They can start saving money today. The solar energy experts, May Electric Solar, here's their number, 727-819-2862, 727-819-2862. Thanks for listening. We'll have all the latest from uh, the Bucks. what Todd Bowles has to say. Uh, we get Tom Brady, we the coordinator on Tuesday. We get everybody early this week. Keep it right here. And Tom Jones, that's right, Tom Jones on the podcast tomorrow. Make sure you catch that as well. Or Steve Ersting, I'm Stroud, the Tempe Times. Have a great day, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 